Welcome to Sunrise, your weekday podcast bringing you a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture. Governor Ron DeSantis is standing firmly behind his Surgeon General for his refusal to wear a mask. Um, I think the way the people have tried to treat the Surgeon General, um, I, I think, has, 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 been, has, been, has been unfortunate, and I don't think it's been right. Meanwhile, DeSantis and Attorney General Ashley Moody sue the Biden administration over vaccine mandates. And we have filed action in the Middle District of Florida challenging Joe Biden, NASA, OMB, GSA, and Bill Nelson. And Senator Marco Rubio slams President Biden's announced deal on his sweeping domestic policy package. This plan is not Build Back Better. As I said, this plan is to build back socialists. We've got all that, including other top stories trending around the state and capital. Plus, we have your calendar of political events and so much more. But first, a word from our sponsor. You're listening to the Sunrise Podcast from Florida Politics. Following is a paid political advertisement paid for by Florida Education Champions. Online sports betting. It's legal and it's coming to Florida. With passage of our amendment next year, any tax revenues collected are required to supplement the Florida Educational Enhancement Trust Fund. Hundreds of millions of dollars in new revenue for students and teachers, with more choices and competition for Florida consumers. Be a champion today. Learn more and request your petition at FloridaEducationChampions.com. And now the top stories on Sunrise for Friday, October 29th. Today is World Stroke Day a day to raise awareness of the prevention and treatment of strokes. It's also National Oatmeal Day and Breadstick Day. Just five days after nearly 13 million shares of U.S. stock were sold in one day in 1929, an additional 16 million shares were sold on this day called Black Tuesday, further fueling the crisis known as the Great Depression. In 1987, following the confirmation defeat of Robert H. Bork to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court, President Ronald Reagan announced his choice of Douglas H. Ginsburg, a nomination that fell apart over revelations of Ginsburg's previous marijuana use. And in 2015, it was announced that China was ending its one-child policy beginning in 2016. Couples could have two children. Governor Ron DeSantis is once again battling with the Biden administration, this time following through on his threats to take legal action against vaccine mandates for federal contractors. This lawsuit challenges the Biden administration's order uh, imposing a vaccine mandate on federal contractors, which was uh, starting was going to apply on December 8th. And so just because you're a business that does it has federal contracts it's not right for the federal government to come in and rewrite those contracts and then try to shoehorn this in the federal vaccine mandate for contractors is set to go into effect in december biden also announced that private employers with 100 or more workers will have to require them to be vaccinated or tested weekly attorney general ashley moody claims biden doesn't have the authority to impose vaccine mandates and we said when these vaccine mandates were announced that we would take legal action and push back. And I am proud to say uh, today we are fulfilling that promise and we have filed action in the Middle District of Florida challenging Joe Biden, NASA, OMB, GSA, and Bill Nelson. 
Biden's pitch is that the mandates will help end the pandemic, which has claimed the lives of more than 740,000 Americans. It is a complete and gross overreach of the federal government into the personal autonomy of American workers. His own press secretary said, well, there's really not precedent for this. Right. There's no precedent for this because it is unlawful. DeSantis has been laser focused on taking action against the Biden administration, as many expect a possible 2024 presidential run. Keeping that in mind, it's becoming almost rare to see DeSantis focus or pay any attention to his gubernatorial opponents. Congressman Charlie Crist and Ag Commissioner Nikki Freed have been calling on him to replace Florida Surgeon General Joe Latipo after he refused to wear a mask when Democratic Senator Tina Polsky, who has stage one breast cancer, asked him to do so. Here's what DeSantis had to say about the incident. So first of all, um, he actually explained, you know, he offered numerous accommodations and, and, and it was more, I think, about a, a, an issue. There's pictures very close with no mask in other instances. I mean, I don't see people talking about that. So I think this was more, uh, they're trying to politicize this. And I think it's, I think it's not, I think he offered a lot of accommodations. And I think that that's something that, that is appropriate to do to, to, to offer accommodations. Latipo received bipartisan rebuke from the ordeal that was first reported in Florida politics, including from Senate President Wilton Simpson, who said the Surgeon General should have some manners and should treat senators with respect. However, DeSantis has nothing but praise for the Surgeon General. But I'd also say, you know, uh, you know, Joe Ladapo, he's already made a huge impact. One of the first things he did was get rid of the rule that had been recommended by CDC that was quarantining all these healthy school children. On Thursday, President Biden announced the Democratic Party has reached an economic framework on a spending bill that includes historic investments in the country and that will reduce the deficit. I'm pleased to announce that after, after months of tough and thoughtful negotiations, I think we have an historic, I know we have a historic economic framework. It's a framework that will create millions of jobs, grow the economy, invest in our nation and our people, turn the climate crisis into an opportunity and put us on a path not only to compete, but to win the economic competition for the 21st century against China and every other major country in the world. It's fiscally responsible. It's fully paid for. 17 Nobel Prize winners in economics have said it will lower the inflationary pressures on the economy. And over the next 10 years, it will not add to the deficit at all. It will re actually reduce the deficit, according to the economists. Despite Biden's optimism, the fate of the $1.75 trillion of social services and climate change programs is uncertain. There is a rift between progressive and moderate Democrats. The White House believes they will get the votes to pass the 50-50 Senate. Senator Marco Rubio, however, released a video blasting the deal before even seeing it. So it's going to fall on those of us who know the truth and see this plan for what it is to inform you, the American people. This plan is not Build Back Better. As I said, this plan is to build back socialists. Rubio claims the true cost of the plan will be in the trillions of dollars. The, this plan, if it passes, it's not going to fuel inflation. It's going to drive up our debt. But I want everybody to understand something. It's not just about the money. What it really is about is the programs. 
because the programs codify socialism. It puts socialism into our law. Let me give you an example. It puts the federal government in charge of pre-K and childcare in America, okay? Because when you become the biggest payer of it, you control it. Together with nearly a $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill, Biden claimed the infusion of federal investments would be a domestic achievement modeled on those of Franklin Roosevelt and Lyndon Johnson. But paid family leave and efforts to lower prescription drug pricing have been cut out of the package. Negotiations are ongoing with the divided Congress. On Thursday, Florida leaders wrapped up the Future of Florida Forum held by the Florida Chamber of Commerce. They heard from House Speaker Chris Sprouls, who applauded the legislative policies like school choice and lowering taxes in the state. When's the last time you met a Floridian who said, you know what, I'm tired, I'm moving to New York, California, Massachusetts, Vermont. Governor DeSantis also spoke at the event and shared his concerns for issues he thinks will endanger Florida's economy. I'm concerned about what we see with, uh, with the supply chain, and I'm con concerned about what we could see coming down the pike, you know, if they do another winter round of, of, some, of the, some of the COVID restrictions, uh, because I think that that would definitely cause a lot of economic fallout in this country. Here's your calendar of events. The Duval County Legislative Delegation will meet today. The Seventh Circuit Judicial Nominating Commission will interview applicants for a circuit judge position in Daytona Beach. The Florida School for the Deaf and the Blind Board of Trustees will meet after an audit committee meeting. The Florida International University Board of Trustees will hold a workshop as well today. The Florida Board of Massage Therapy will meet in St. John's County. The Governor's Panel on Excellence in Long-Term Care will review applications of nursing homes for the Gold Seal Award. Awards. The State Task Force on Abandoned African American Cemeteries will meet at 10 in Tallahassee. And the Agency for Healthcare Administration will hold a meeting about a rule to carry out a new law involving personal care attendance in nursing homes. That's at 2. Finally, as you jumpstart your day, thanks for tuning in for today's Sunrise. I'm Tramel Gomes, inviting you to join us again next week for a fresh squeeze into Florida's news, politics, and culture.